0: podcast biblical question we're excited you've taken time out of your day to download our podcast and to listen to us we certainly hope and pray that christ would be glorified and you as our listeners would be edified for more information about us we ask that you please go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com all one word all lowercase and there you can find out a lot more information about us you can find a prayer request page if you have a prayer request please submit it there through our web page we'd be happy to post it we have many people who actually do go to that web page and look just to pray for you if you ask and i know it's not a very big prayer list um, we'd love to have it to be a lot bigger and so if you do have a prayer need please please get with us also there's a way uh there's financially supporting us if you would choose to do so but we really ask also that you pray for this podcast that we'd always teach the truth of christ in his love for all of us that uh we, we continue to grow uh, in our listener base, and uh, we seem to do that uh, more and more each week. We're so thankful for that. It, it gives us uh, the hope to continue to do the podcast, actually. It's very encouraging. And so today, we actually have some questions that have come in from listeners, and we're going to do our best to answer them. And if you have a Bible, I would encourage you to open one up and follow along. Uh, I'm pretty uh, big on a Bible and you listening and following along. And there's a reason for that. I have heard preachers, uh, so called preachers, maybe be a better word, that uh, tell you can't find in the Bible what they're talking about. Well, those kind of people I steer away with pretty quickly. I just stay away from them. Uh, if I can't confirm what you're telling me through the Word of God, uh, then I don't want much to do with it. Does it mean if you show me in the Bible what you believe, what you believe, and I don't agree with it? Does it mean that I would uh, have nothing to do with you? I would study it out. Maybe you're right. Uh, Maybe we both need to sit down and talk it over. Let us reason together. uh, The famous uh, verse out of Isaiah. Okay, so I'm really big on reading and studying uh, the Bible. And the first question is what does. The name Israel mean. What does the name Israel mean? Well, in in short, it means prevails with God. I mean, that's the short answer. But let's look at the Bible here and find out uh, what that name means. You can go to Genesis uh, chapter 32 with me. Genesis chapter 32. And starting in verse 28. He said, Your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. Verse 29 says, Then Jacob asked him and said, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And he blessed him there. And then verse 30, So Jacob named that place, for he said, I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been preserved. And see what's really kind of gone on there, if you read in the previous uh, verses, chapter, that uh, Jacob is leaving, he's got his wives, his children, and he's headed home. He's been in a foreign land, and along the way he he wrestles with God and, uh, and prevails. And so it's really kind of a neat story, uh, I enjoy reading it, and so... Uh, that's really what the uh, name Israel means, that's the origins of it, and so uh, the name uh, Jacob actually means the deceiver <laughs> of all things, and he has been named the one that struggles with God. So I like word studies, uh, name studies, uh, they take a little more time to do, and uh you need a few of the books. You need a uh, concordance. You need a Greek dictionary, a Hebrew dictionary. A Strong's uh, numbers are really helpful. Uh, they've done a lot of the work for you, uh, but I like to go look at other resources as well. So I, I have no idea who this person was. They didn't leave the name, and I don't know what country or where they're listening from. But I appreciate your your question, and I certainly hope. Uh, that God will bless you in your search and studies and your worship of the one true God. If you have a question, you can submit it through the webpage as well, uh, biblicalquestion.com. And there uh, you can contact us through the contact page. Just scroll over and click on the tab there. Okay, so now our next question is, is all truth God's truth? And actually, this question came out of a, a personal Bible study here just the other day here uh, with us. And so, in order to something uh, to be declared true, uh, for example, 2 plus 2 equals 4, you know, we live in this world that would say, no, that's 5. And that's just a problem. That's why people are really struggling. They're wanting to know the truth. They're trying to seek the truth. They, they want to believe in the truth. And so that's for something to be true you have to be able to discover it it has to be unchanging uh, unaffected by an attitude absolute knowledgeable Uh, again two plus two is four and if you would say five or three first of all we have several school teachers here that listen they would mark you wrong and i guarantee you you're not going to be able to go to the bank and then say here is uh four dollars four single ones uh can i exchange it for five they're going to laugh at you and tell you no it is that's does not add up to be five dollars you have to have five ones five singles to equal five dollars so again uh this truth has to be able i think to be discovered by anyone doesn't matter where you live on the globe Uh, what language you speak or anything like that and the truth really never changes Uh, the truth cannot be affected by feelings it is feelings change that's the problem with that you know we we trust in our feelings Uh, we base a lot of decisions off of feelings but the problem is feelings change and so the when you say uh tell somebody when you're young i love you you know i want to have children with you i want to get married and all well there might be some truth in that but at a very young age are you just talking about feelings you might have good intentions but what is the truth of the matter men are you willing to go to work Uh, are you willing to provide for your spouse and the children that would come out of that marriage are you willing to Stick with her through thick and thin. And, and, you know, the truth is, uh, many people don't see marriage as an absolute one-time-of-only event. You know, I'm picking on the guys, but, you know, I know lots of women have done the same thing. They use marriage as a stepping stool to get them more money, better uh, symbol of status. You know, you see that in Hollywood all the time, and it's so sad. but. Back, back, kind of more to the question. These qualities, these, uh, can be ascribed to God, at the Bible, uh, absolute truth. Uh, God is truth. He He makes Himself very discoverable. I think throughout history, uh, throughout the Bible, uh, Exodus chapter eight, verse ten. If you have a Bible, you know, follow along here. Uh, Exodus eight, verse ten. He ascends in all cultures, and His very attributes i mean he is existence cannot be affected by feelings or attitudes psalm 25 i i really like to read that and it says here psalm 25 to you o lord i lift up my soul O my god in you i trust do not let me be ashamed Do not let my enemies exalt over me. Indeed, none of those who wait for you will be ashamed. Those who deal with treachery without cause will be ashamed. Make me know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and your loving kindness. For they have been from the old, do not remember the sins of my youth, my transgressions, according to your loving-kindness, remember me for your goodness sake, O Lord, good and upright, excuse me, upright is the Lord, therefore He is instructs sinners in the way He leads the humble in justice, and He teaches the humble his way, and all the paths of the Lord a loving kindness and truth to those who keep his covenant and his testimonies for your name's sake O Lord pardon my iniquity for it is great who is a man who fears the lord he will instruct him in the way he should choose his soul will abide in prosperity and his descendants will inherit the land the secret of the lord is those who fear him and he Will make them know his covenant. My eyes are are continually toward the Lord, for he will pluck my feet out of the net. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Bring out my distress. Look upon my affliction and my trouble, and forgive my sin. Look upon my enemies, for they are many and they hate me with a violent hatred guard my soul and deliver me do not let me be ashamed for i take refuge in you let integrity and uprightness be preserved in me for i wait for you redeem israel o god out of its troubles okay so uh Again, you know, God claims and is the Alpha and the Omega. That's the beginning and the end, and you can read that in Revelation chapter one. And He is, He's, you he can find Him throughout the Scripture. He He reveals Himself through the Holy Spirit. Uh, the ultimate revelation, I think, of truth is Christ Himself. Uh, Colossians one fifteen says that He is the visible image of the invisible god you know the apostles would say you know just show us the father jesus and basically in today's terms he'd say i'm standing right here in front of you what's the problem but you know in in john 14 9 anyone who has seen me has seen the father and so that again jesus is saying i am god in the flesh Uh, in the same again in this uh, same conversation jesus will say but he is the truth uh, and john 14 verse 6 says i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me you know we have so many people out here including so-called christian pastors preachers whatever you want to call them who will say there is more than one way to god there's more than one path to god And those folks, I I tell you what, I would never listen to them again. I'm not talking about they made a mistake or they misspoke, but they are claiming that Jesus is a liar when they say that there is multiple ways to heaven. Jesus makes it very clear. Exclusively, it is through him. Remember Pilate, during the trial of Jesus, uh, would ask this famous question in John 18, verse 38 what is the truth? You know, in his conversation, Jesus and Pilate would have, you would say is, uh, you would say that I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into this world was to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me, okay? And that's in John 18, verses 37 and 38. And that's when Pilate... Uh, who found himself between this really this rock and hard place. Uh he's asking this pla uh, po- it's a political question. You know, what is the truth? You know, he's trying to figure out the politics and all of this and trying to figure out what's really going on in front of him. But standing right there in front of Pilate, Jesus says, I am the only son of God. Uh, I have been speaking the truth. I'm always speaking the truth and I am the truth. And so creation i think speaks also of absolute truth uh, of christ i mean again in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was with god in the beginning through him all things were made without him nothing was made that has been made in him was life and that life was the light of mankind the lightness shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it john chapter one i mean this is how uh, john uh, starts his gospel account of who jesus is he is making it clear from the very first verse to the very last verse of his gospel account that jesus is god in the flesh flesh he is truth all truth is god's truth period i mean uh again when we we try to to make all these new names for different genders and uh there's the truth is there's two sexes. Uh male and female. And you can say what you want, you can believe what you want because God gives you that right and that is a biblical truth. Does it mean that you're right because at the end of the day any of the decisions that we make that are not lined up with scripture will have consequences on the day of judgment now does it mean if you once believed that kind of stuff uh practiced things that you're not supposed to be practicing that you cannot be forgiven because you can be and that's the beautiful truth of the gospel message all sins are forgivable they can be washed away and so again um uh, there is a uh, a man by the name of Jonas Kepler. It's a famous name in uh, astrology. He was an astronomer. Uh, and there's, I believe, a, a telescope named after him now. And he's called the father of the uh, celestial mechanics. And he is given all the credit when describing his study of the universe, banking God's thoughts after him. And that's a quote from this man. Kepler understood that all truth is God's truth. You know, and NASA, I I think it's really neat what they do. Um, I like seeing all the pictures that come from all these, you know, different satellites and telescopes. And I think it just gives glory to God and the power that God has. And I think the underlying nature of NASA in whole is to prove there is no God. That we all just kind of, just happened by coincidence, and that I don't believe in coincidences uh and this type of nature uh it just didn't happen. it was created, things were done you know i you're all listening to me uh through a podcast, whether you're using a smartphone or you're listening through the internet. it doesn't matter; there's a computer involved, and the computer just didn't happen somebody invented the thing somebody put the technology together there was a creator behind the computer type idea and so uh if you would uh come up to me and say hey preacher um where'd you get that uh that microphone there well i don't know, i just found it you wouldn't believe me uh i just dug it up in the backyard you'd say ah now where did you get that who made that see who who is the inventor of it who owns the rights to it and so god owns the rights to all truth and all creation the this world full of this uh, relativism, uh lies half-truths uh it's good to know what the total and complete truth is you know there's a a lot of lies have a little bit of truth in them or nobody would actually believe any of it and so it's just a twist off the truth and this is why i really encourage you to open a bible and follow along this is why i really encourage you to study the bible on your own and pray and ask god to help you get into a god-fearing group of people who really just want the truth they don't want all this denominational stuff they don't want all these weird doctrines they just want the truth of god's word and those type of folks are harder and harder to find and there's some groups that call themselves non-denominational some that do and they all claim that they have the truth and they are the only ones well uh those are really some areas of of gray. are you really telling the complete truth are you really teaching the complete truth well if you are once you come over here close your doors come over here and teach us well no you believe differently we can never mingle with you uh, i find some of that just strange and so if all all of us are going to heaven doesn't matter what we believe what we teach uh, why doesn't uh, the local buddhist temple close their doors and come on over here they're not going to do that. They're really not seeking out the truth of God. God is truth. Everything he says is true. There is no darkness can be found in him. He is light. And that's something about light. As as a natural resource, we can pollute uh, our water, our air, uh, other things around us, but that's something we cannot pollute is light. Now, we can bend it. We can cover it. We can Uh, Do different things with it, but at the end of the day, it's still light uh, in its purest form. And so, and that's how we need to see God. He is light, He is so pure uh, that you and I have to uh, understand how deeply sinful we really are. And the Bible will do that to you. And I think that's why people don't want to study the truth of God's Word because it's going to point out to them how wrong and sinful they are it's this idea that, well, there's other writings and testimonies, and um, no, there's only one, and that's God's. So again, I thank you for the question, is all truth God's truth? In our Bible class the other day, uh, I we did answer it, obviously, in class, and I asked the gentleman if he would be okay if I used it for the podcast, because I thought it'd be a good good question. He said yes. So And I know he listens to the podcast as well. And you know, I I, I talk a lot about finding a church group that believes and studies from in the beginning in Genesis 1 to the word Amen and the end of Revelation. And that is really, really hard to do. And the only way you're going to be able to find that type of group is to know the Word of God and study it. Because Children, let's just face it. Young children are very easily influenced. That's why we see what's going on in the world around us. That's why uh, some some states are trying to teach different theories and don't want to talk about creation. Don't want to talk about who we are and how we really got here. They don't even want to talk about the history of uh, certain parts of the the United States. certain people are you know we're all racist all going to hell and unless you believe exactly like they believe and that's not truth that is uh somebody trying to make a power trip on somebody else and so and at the end of the day everybody will find out who actually is the ultimate power in the universe they'll know his name the Bible's very clear all of us will meet him one day it is up to us if we will be able to stay with him. If we've accepted his message, believe who he is, uh, we have being true to our beliefs and a following of the commands and the laws that Christ has laid out, that God has laid out. Does that mean that we will all be perfect? Absolutely not. <laughs> I know I'm not. Okay? And I have to know and trust that God is in control. He will cleanse me with his blood. He is faithful to forgive me, and I will continue my walk in the light. That's the key. Okay, so again, finding that group is really hard. And they're all going to claim that they can do it. Again, you're going to have to be able to read uh, and weed out through uh, what they're saying, what their message is. Uh, so again, thank you for that question in Bible class. Okay, and our last question comes from Australia. And it says, what are the general epistles? What does that mean, that term? Okay, good question. So, uh, unlike uh, the writings of the Apostle Paul, uh, his epistles, they were written to uh, a certain group of people uh, like the church in Corinth or Timothy or Philemon. You know, they were addressed to uh, somebody. But the general epistles... James, uh, 1st and 2nd Peter, uh, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, Jude. uh, They basically, they they make no mention that they were written to a certain person or a certain church group uh, in a certain city. They were just out there. They were wrote uh, to a general audience, we might say. And so, and each one kind of covers a little bit Something different, but at the same time they're're they're just trying to uh bolster up they are trying to strengthen the early church uh as to doctrinal matters, the general epistles uh, again they're in complete harmony with the rest of scripture uh, they don't uh they don't contradict each other, and so uh Paul would write in Galatians chapter one those who who teach a different gospel uh, other than him should be condemned, or, and so that's something that we really need to be aware of. There's a lot of people who claim different gospels, uh, even in our world today, such as uh, Mormonism, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, and so on. Uh, they all have a counterfeit message. Now, they like I said in previously, uh, every true uh, excuse me, every lie has a little bit of truth in it. And nobody would believe it and so we need to be careful uh a different gospel of those two groups that i just mentioned uh, do not believe that jesus is god in the flesh that he is a created being well we're already starting off in a different gospel so jude i think is is a little epistle that needs to be really read and studied we did years ago uh when I was preaching uh, full time in a pulpit, we went through the Book of Jude, and it took us six months. Now, anybody who's read the Book of Jude knows that's a very short book. You can read it in about six or seven minutes. And so, we went through a lot uh, of cross-referencing to prove that Jude was truly was a uh, belonged in the canon. And so, I mean, Jesus warned against false teachers in the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, jude is a half brother of jesus and he's going to also sound the alarm in his book about earnestly contending for the faith that was once and all delivered to the saints and so that's verse three of his epistle and so again i kind of maybe chased a rabbit there but we need to understand there's lots of epistles out there with that name on it and I have read them, I'll be honest with you, but I really don't see anything in them that would help my salvation at all. And I kind of get why uh, the early church fathers, when they were trying to put the canon together, uh, rejected those. And so, anyway, uh that is what a general epistle is it's just a general letter to all Christians of the day and time and has applications even for us today. And so, I want to thank you for your question that you'll continue to listen. I really appreciate all the questions and positive comments and feedback that we do get. It does encourage us to continue each week to put out our podcast as we try to get through a busy life as everybody else does as well. And we ask that you please pray for this podcast and for all of us who are trying to, to just financially uphold it, keep it going. Putting the time in and reading through emails, and if you send us an email, please put something in the subject line that will grab our attention. That you are not spam type thing, hey. We get tons and tons of advertisements and spam, uh, as it's called, and we have to weed through that. We get hundreds a week sometimes, and so if you would put in the in the subject line something that would grab our attention, Bible question, prayer request. Uh, and so that would really help us. Again, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Please hit that like button and, and follow us on your favorite podcasting app that you're listening to us on. Tell your friends and your family about us if you believe that this would be encouraging to them in any way and help them. We do not have the resources to pay for advertising. And I I know this is how it's growing. is by God's blessing. And those of you who are listening, telling others about us you can find out more about us on our web page again at biblicalquestion.com there's links to our social media accounts there we do post things from time to time uh, on those that we believe that we all probably should at least have an idea what's going on has something to do uh, with christians around the world what governments are doing what uh, persecution is going on and and even good things, positive things. And so we ask and pray that you would do that. Uh, follow us and uh, on our uh, social media accounts as well. That would be really nice. Again, I want to thank everybody for listening, for all the questions. may God bless you.